Hey, I'm Drew. Welcome to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. This is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies. Each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So brew your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here, again with my friend Rachel. How's it going, everyone? It's going pretty good. <laughs> uh, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Hey everyone, um, my name is Rachel. I'm 23. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm the second oldest of eight siblings. And I really love stories and music. I'm a recent graduate from Trebekah Nazarene University, where Drew and I actually met. Um, we were in the same class. Yeah. Like, class of. Uh-huh. I don't know if we had any classes together. I don't think so. But we ran with the same friend groups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we're both huge fans of stories and characters. Um, I don't know too much about film itself, but I like to watch them. So I think... it's all you need for all movies and yeah. Lucas. Just yeah. talking about movies we like to watch. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> there we go. That's all we need. Uh, while we're here, we are once again drinking the best coffee ever. Mm-hmm. from my favorite shop here in Nashville. Absolutely. Yeah, good old, just black coffee. Um, I know drip. this podcast is called Movies and Mochas, but sometimes you can't just be, you can't be yeah. a good pour-over. It's it's the alliteration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? That's very um, important. Yeah, so I don't remember which blend of coffee that they did for today, but it's good either way. Yeah. I've never had a bad experience with their coffee. No, sorry. Uh, let's see, we're talking about Thor Ragnarok today. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's the best Thor ever. It's... It came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse my pronunciation. Taika Watiti? Watiti, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Taika Watiti directed it. Um, you know, the people who are in it, the regular mm-hmm. Thor cast, Crim Set, no. Words. Thank you. Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, yeah. uh, Jeff Goldblum's in it, Tessa Thompson's in it, um, Taika's in it, yeah. honestly. Uh-huh. Idris Elba's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate Blanchett. Yep, she's in it. I feel so bad because he's such a well-known actor who plays Odin. I know. Like... I recognize that he's a great actor, but I cannot yeah. remember his name. We love you, whoever you are. He's great, though. He's in it, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, he's very laid back in this one. Yeah. For reasons. Just chilling on his little hill in the sky. Yep. <laughs> this movie contains the best introduction to a movie ever. Ever. Next to Tangled, as only because they run in the same vein. Yes. Yes, yes, very true. Which came first? Tangled. Tangled came yeah. first. So Taika's, I to think. Taika probably watched it with his girls, <laughs> you know, and was like, this is a great idea. Brilliant. Also, fun fact, did y'all know that 80% of, Taika has said that 80% of Thor Ragnarok's dialogue was improvised. I can believe it. So we get, Some of the scenes, I can totally believe oh it. Oh yeah, we get such classic lines as Asgard. And I tried to start a revolution, but didn't print enough pamphlets. Please, please, Kaiser, don't cut my hair. That one. Please, no. 
Or, uh, which is just adorable because it's Stanley. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's still, my hands aren't as steady as they used to be. Yeah. Uh, you said a terrifying man cut my hair. Yep. Um, when they're, tra- when he's trying to be in disguise. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, I can see, like, I can recognize your face. And he covers it. He's like, not with this on. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a great one. Yeah. So many memes have come out of that one recently. Absolutely. So, so good. So many. The whole uh, comp- PhDs. Mm-hmm. The Bruce Banner has seven PhDs. The Hulk yeah. has none. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's so crazy. He's so protective, but he worked hard for those PhDs. You know. Yeah. Anyways, back to the <laughs> beginning. The intro is you're just getting a taste of what this is going to be like. Yeah. It's it's truly I feel like how Thor should be. Mm-hmm. How the movie should be handled. Just. Humorous. It's the first taste of Chris getting to be funny as Thor. Yeah. And I think it was perfect, Mm -hmm. like, that that's how he handled it. Because, like, I love watching him on SNL. Mm -hmm. He is so funny uh, on SNL and stuff. But, uh, yeah, in the cage. And then, did you know Taika did the motion capture for Searcher? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And... It just made it so much better yeah. envisioning him in the motion picture <laughs> outfit, directing, and mm-hmm. also trying to do this. And yeah. it makes me think of Jojo Rabbit, like, uh-huh. because, and you'll hear this in episodes, uh, in the episode I talk about Jojo Rabbit, but uh, he was dressed as Hitler because that's the character he played yeah. as he's directing the movie. I know! So just imagining him in his costumes... Directing right. these movies uh, just brings a smile. Brings so joy funny. to your heart. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's the perfect, perfect intro for this movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin being played. Absolutely. It's ridiculous how well that song fits into this movie. Well, the whole song is all about Norse yeah. mythology. The song is written about Norse mythology, which it's is why they, perfect. which is why they wanted it. Uh-huh. And it's. One of the very few songs, no, one of the very few movies that Led Zeppelin has allowed a song of theirs to be played in. Yeah. What a good decision. It's such a great decision. Mm-hmm. It's such a great decision. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's like very few that Led Zeppelin has allowed their songs to be played in, mm-hmm. which I was kind of surprised by. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes me wonder if that's why it's all ACDC that Iron Man has. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Loki playing Odin. Yeah. That whole scene in Asgard is just yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, did you know... Then, I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Yeah, so Matt Damon... So the in the play, yeah. Matt Damon is playing Loki. Mm-hmm. But did you know that Chris's older brother, yeah. Luke, is playing Thor? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then I, wa- and then I found that out and I mm-hmm. watched it. And it just made... He's crying. Yeah. He makes it so much better. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh man, and so then good. yeah, Odin being super relaxed because it's actually Loki and yeah. Thor throwing the hammer, um, because mm-hmm. he just knows. Oh yeah, he knows. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like I I love Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Mm-hmm. It took a while for me to get into it. But really, like, to get into the yeah, like I don't know, cause no, I was Team Loki all the way. I uh-huh. I was never into Thor. Like uh-huh. the I wasn't I the first. I was okay with the first movie, because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we're explaining it, there are funny moments, Yeah, you know, it's really cool, 
And then I was like, okay, well, Loki's the bad guy in Avengers. It's the next time I saw him. Yeah. And then the next time I saw then after that it was Thor 2, which, like, honestly, oh, like, well. I know I watched it, <laughs> but I have, like, no retention. <laughs> but that's kind of when I started liking Tom Hiddleston as Loki because mm-hmm. of just how snark. Like, the whole, the scene where he's walking and keeps changing yeah. into people. Yeah. I'm like, that's, like, one of the only things I like about that movie. Yeah. Is, is that. Fun fact about that scene, Tom Hiddleston wanted to wear the Captain America suit so bad mm-hmm. that he actually got to wear it, and then he shot that scene with him in it and then just changed it to Chris Evans um, for the actual movie. But he did get the that's opportunity awesome. to wear the suit. Yeah, and I remember him tell, talking in an interview, like, there's a picture of him holding the shield and the hammer, <laughs> and he sent it to both Chris, he sent yeah. it to both Chris, and he's like, I win, or like something like that, uh, and I was like, okay, that's that's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. He's a funny dude. I'm so glad, mm-hmm. like, he gets to be funny. I'm so glad they both get to be funny in yes. this movie. Loki's always gotten to be a little funnier, though, mm-hmm. but that's because he's the god of mischief. Yeah. And so I think Tom got to let that come out some. Yeah. Absolutely. I just tried to imagine him as Thor because that's who he auditioned for. I know. I'm trying to imagine that instead of like Chris Hemsworth. No. It, he's too tight. Like he's too. He's too small. He's too small. Like can't do it. Yeah. He's um, perfect as Loki though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love, I love their interaction throughout the next scenes where they're trying to re, to find um Odin again. Oh my gosh. And they chase him to this. What nursing home or what? Shady Acres. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and then he torn down. And then the two girls come out. He calls him. Thor calls Loki a witch. Yeah. And then Loki's like truly offended. He's like, "Hey." Uh huh. Um, and then the girls come out, and you can see Loki just like roll his eyes in the background, mm-hmm. like this true brother sibling yeah. interactions. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Truly, the older brother, little brother. I know. And then Doctor Strange. I loved that they included Doctor Strange in this movie. So, with that, um, they had already filmed Doctor Strange. Mm. They had filmed the little cami, the little end credit scene already with Chris Hemsworth uh-huh. for Doctor Strange. They were about to tear the set down, mm. and Taika's like, wait! I need that! I need it! And he quickly wrote, like, he just really quickly, like, wrote that. Uh-huh. Um, so he did like, write a little bit. Yeah, I think so. But, like, he didn't write, like, the full... Yeah. He didn't work on the full script, mm-hmm. is, I think, what that was. Mm-hmm. That information was from IMDb, so... Cool. Whether all of it's accurate or not is... Who's to say? It's like Wikipedia. Yeah. You have faith that it's true, but you never really know. Yeah. Um, but if you do know the true answers, please don't hesitate. Moviesandmochas20 at gmail.com. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, or on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Movies and Mochas podcast. Let me know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so he was like, wait, I need it. And he quickly wrote that. And I think it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then the best part is like, pull it, is A, when Thor is like waiting for his umbrella and you just hear all of it crashing as, yeah. as it comes back to him. Uh, um, and then he opens the portal and Loki falls out. Yeah, he's it's like, I've been falling for, for 30, 30 minutes. minutes. No, I think that's just so funny. And then Loki just gets all, he's like, just so mad. And he mm-hmm. start, and, he, and he goes and Doctor Strange is just done with him and just lets the portal move. It over. And he face oh, plants so into the grass funny. in Norway. Oh, oh my it's, gosh. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, and then face planting in Norway. <laughs> it's, it's such a brilliant thing. It's like, you just need to calm down. Yeah. Calm down, bud. Yeah. You're okay. Calm down. 
I liked how they introduced Hella's character. I don't know. I It was just... I love that her first words are throwing back at Loki's first words in Avengers. Yeah. Not his first words, but like... But, yeah. Pretty yeah, close. Overall. Yeah. Then Neil. Uh-huh. And then he's just like, excuse me? Yeah. And you're like, like, who is this? Okay. That's my line. Yeah. Um, all right, so I saw a theory about this. Because mm-hmm. it's very much, she's the green and black, yeah. daggers, the god complex mm-hmm. of, like, I'm superior. Yeah. Kneel before me. Um, I saw a theory about this that, so back in the first Thor, mm-hmm. when we figure out Loki's adopted, you see that flashback of him as a baby, and when Odin touches him, he instantly goes from being blue to Caucasian. Yeah. And uh, later on in Thor Ragnarok, you see that he can access people's memories, Mm -hmm. which is what he does with Valkyrie. Yeah. And so this theory is that as a baby, he unconsciously, like, when Odin touched him, he, like, unconsciously, as as a baby, like, looked in and saw glimpses of, like, Hela as Uh one of Odin's child. And so as a way to be ex to be accepted like as his child kind of as like a uh a, a, a preservation instinct mm-hmm. was to imitate Hella without knowing it. Yeah. Which is why it was like a you know, the the green and the black mm-hmm. and um the daggers and like everything. It was like yeah. he was unconsciously imitating one of Odin's kids to try to stay yeah. with the family. Yeah, that's interesting. And it makes so much sense. It does. Because technically, Thor and Hela are related, but they're nothing alike. But Loki and Hela are, like, identical. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's like, that makes a lot of sense. It's a good theory. Yeah. I was very disappointed that they killed off all of Thor's friends. I know. Just within, like, the first, I don't know, 30 minutes? Oh, yeah. Not even that. And no hesitation. They're just dead. Yeah. And then... But, I mean, they were all doing what they do. Mm-hmm. defending Asgard. Yeah. So it wasn't... I don't think it was in vain. But no, but it, I, it definitely so it definitely played to the fact of, like, the storyline of Thor losing everything. Yeah. Which is what comes into play in Infinity War and then in Endgame is just Thor lost ev- literally everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so sad. Yeah, so Hela takes over. They end up in Sakaar. Mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum is just <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Perfect for it. Mm-hmm. He's so weird. <laughs> he's weird in the best way because he knows he's weird and he knows he can get away with it. Yeah. I respect that. Like, he's proven he's proven himself as, like, an actor. And yeah. so he's just like, now I'm just going to be weird. Because <laughs> why not? Sorry, that was a weird laugh, but... It's okay. Uh, yeah. I so- loved um, Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson's character. Mm-hmm. Do we ever learn her actual name or do we just call her Valkyrie the whole time? It's Valkyrie, and then, I don't know if they actually ever say it, Mm -hmm. but I think, like, in, like, the information of the movie, like, on the cast list and all this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. her her character name is given, and it's very, very Norwegian, uh, (laughs) Brunhild, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, is, like, her character Mm -hmm. name. Yeah. I love how, um... She's so... This is going to sound bad. I love how unstable she is. Because, um... It's so... She's an alcoholic... Yeah. ...veteran dealing with PTSD. Yeah. And it's not common in to find that in a female, too. Mm-hmm. And so she's breaking out of this 
mold, mold that we have. And people kind of, you automatically expect her to be like a romantic interest um, for Thor. And then it's not that. It's not. Yeah. But like, it's so funny because you you catch like a a, a, a sliver of it oh, yeah. at one point. Or two, a couple. There's a couple points where you catch it uh-huh. with her. There's a couple moments where you catch like a chem, a chemistry feeling between her and Bruce. Yeah, and even between her and Loki. Uh huh. I think they she just, just keep you guessing. I think she just flirts with everyone. Yeah, it's just a character choice or something. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Also, I I just like how they don't dwell on that because there are so many more important things mm-hmm. at hand. Than there's that. so many. No one's got time. There's so many better relationship types mm-hmm. to focus on. Yeah. It's all family. That's the theme of the movie is family. Yeah. It is absolutely. as twisted as it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all family. Yeah. It's all sibling rivalry and home family and dynamics. Yeah. What is home? Yeah. Home is your it's, people. It's not a place. It's the people. Yeah. It's like, that's absolutely. a good one. It is such a good, such a good wholesome message within such a interesting plot. Movie. Yeah. Weird yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then it, just Sakaar in general is just... Wild! Crazy. You've got the gladiator fights, people Which are fighting to the death. Amazing. It's just a weird Rome, basically. Yeah. Um, I love when Thor is still attached to the chair, mm-hmm. and he's looking around, and he sees Loki. Yeah. And Loki's like, I, I don't know you. Yeah. Who is this man? <laughs> Who is this man? Like, I'm his brother. No, I'm adopted. It's, he's not. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not associated with him. I'm like, that is such a brother-sibling mm-hmm. move again. Yeah. They, I love how easily they played that. Like, throughout yeah. the whole movie, that's, like, the best theme is yeah. um, the sibling dynamic. And it's, like, played perfectly. Yeah. I'm, and it doesn't feel like it's out of animosity or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, like. It's the true. Bro connection. Yes. That. Yeah. Of, like, Loki's with people that he's fitting in with, and he knows Thor's gonna ruin that. It's like, I don't know you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same as, yeah, a sibling. You're like, it's like you're hanging out with your friends, and your yeah. sibling comes to ruin it. You're like, no, I don't know this person. Yeah. Now get out of here. Yeah. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> right. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Leave. Mm-hmm. That's totally what it is. Yeah. 100%. Uh, until we get to the Roman Colosseum, and Thor's fighting the Hulk. The most iconic scene. The most iconic line from the entire movie. Absolutely. Do you want to have the honors? <clears throat> I know him. He's a friend from work. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best line ever. Yeah. And the fact that it came from a Make-A-Wish kid who was visiting the, visiting the set that day. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. What a... Like, totally improv totally, mm-hmm. like, I want to know what they were going to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to know what was in the script. Yeah. Like... Absolutely. Because you know that. it wasn't as good as that. Mm-hmm. But kids have, they have such a cool perspective on things, and they oh, come yeah. out with these lies. Well, and then they like, even kept playing off of it, like, mm-hmm. later on in the fight, Thor's like, you're embarrassing me, I said we knew each other. Yeah. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so clever. Yes, it's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Loki, realizing that it was the Hulk. Yeah. And you, freaking out, he's like, yeah. I can't be here. Thinking about the last time they interacted, he got pulverized. And then uh, the Hulk does that to Thor. And, and he's he like, just celebrates. That's how it feels. And everyone's so confused about, like, why. He's like, yeah. oh, I just, I just, I'm a fan of the sport. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's so good. Wow. I um, like how they give the Hulk 
not more lines. Well, yeah, they give him more lines, but you see more into that character besides just, like, the mm-hmm. rage monster. And he's got, like... So I have a theory about that. <laughs> uh, first off, did you know this is the first movie that uh, the Hulk is not voiced by Lou Ferrigno? Oh, really? Every yeah, so this is the first time Mark Ruffalo has actually voiced the Hulk, mm. even though Mark Ruffalo's played him in like three other movies, I think, yeah. or something. This is the first time he's ever voiced him. That's crazy. Yeah, every other time it's been this guy Lou Ferrigno who voiced him in The Incredible Hulk in two thousand eight, The mm. Avengers in two thousand twelve, and then Age of Ultron. Why was that? Just because he had more lines and they wanted that connection. I think so. Between Bruce to be stronger. I think so. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, but that makes sense because that, which goes back to my theory of the Hulk is, is like, so the Hulk's been the Hulk for two years. Yeah. And the way he's like acting and talking is almost like the dialogue of a two or a three year old. Yeah, that's true. So I, so my theory is that he's been it so long that that's how he's like growing. Growing. Yeah. Um, and, like, maturing and growing at that sp- speed. Mm-hmm. That he's essentially a toddler right now. Yeah. Because that's that's, so that's how long he's been in control. Uh-huh. He has because before it was always just in spurts. Mm-hmm. And then he went back to Bruce Banner. Yeah. That he has had time to develop now. That's so interesting. That makes, that makes so much sense. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if that was a, a factor they were considering when talking about know. his character arc. Maybe. Throughout that movie. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that, like, yeah, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Because I spend a significant amount of time around a toddler right now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that reminds me of... See the parallels. Yeah, I, I, that looks familiar. Uh-huh. Um, just a little more angry and yeah. green. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, like, he doesn't speak in complete sentences, mm-hmm. you know? When he was, like... Also, the Hulk and Thor arguing yeah. is the best. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, it gets to the point where he can't express himself in words, so he just kind of, like, stomps his foot and, like, walks away. Yeah. I'm like, that's a toddler. Mm-hmm. That's very much a yeah. toddler. He doesn't have the, the vocabulary to express how he's feeling. Right. So he just... But he now has a vocabulary. Yeah. The beginning of a vocabulary. Mm-hmm. So that's my theory. Yeah. No, that's a... I think that's pretty valid. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Still doesn't have the seven PhDs as Bruce Banner, but, you know, growth. Yeah. Progress. Yeah, we learn it. Uh, did you know Jeff Goldblum auditioned to play Bruce Banner for the 2003 Hulk movie? Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't get it, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he auditioned. But now he gets to, uh, kind of, be the Hulk's master. Uh-huh. Someone pointed out that that's why, when he's introducing the Incredible Hulk in the ring, that's why he's like, and I have a personal connection to him. That's fine. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like that Thor has the same conversation with both the Hulk and Banner. Mm-hmm. Just opposite. Yeah, yeah. I always to convince them. I was like, oh, man. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, going back to when they met Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So, and it's kind of touched on in, obviously, Doctor Strange, because that's his place of reverence. Nope. Place of residence. Mm-hmm. I cannot talk. Uh, um, 
the address that Thor is given is 177A Bleecker Street. I know. And yeah. I was looking into it because my that first thought be. my first thought was 221B Baker Street. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Absolutely. Because he's Sherlock and he's Dr. Strange. Must be. Nope. Really? <gasps> it's a real address. It is the address of one of the doc- the writers of Dr. Strange. I, I cannot believe. No. I refuse to believe that that was not also a Sherlock nod. No. It's too... It's not a coincidence. It cannot be. It's the address of one of the writers. But it's... I feel like it could also... Also, why would he give everyone his address? No, that has to be like... He's not well... He's not known. He's just a... It sounds really bad when I say this, but he's just a name on the cast list. Yeah. Well... Anyway, um, I choose to believe. No. Maybe unintentionally, but no. They didn't intend it to be an Easter egg. Mm. I know every time I saw it, I'm like, it has to be a Sherlock Holmes reference, but it's not. Uh, so yeah, so I forgot about that part, but no, as, as much as it is, it's not. So when, when the Hulk turns back into Banner, uh-huh. Thor gives him clothes to wear but they were Tony's like emergency clothes yeah <laughs> I thought it was adorable mm-hmm. they're talking they're conversing he's like we gotta have disguises and so yeah. he's like I'll just be Tony Stark well first off he's like well I need a disguise and Thor's like no you are the disguise yeah <laughs> I'm like dude you're just you're disguising the Hulk as yeah. you you're the disguise and then he's like yeah. well no I need a disguise up and he pulls out the sunglasses yeah first off who keeps sunglasses in their emergency stash right. of clothes only Tony Stark. Only a billionaire Tony Stark. Uh, but he puts the glasses on, and he's like, I'll just be Tony Stark. And it made me realize all of his glasses are retrofitted with an AI. Uh-huh. With contact to his AI, at yeah. least. Um, and it made me wonder, like, would Bruce have access to the AIs through the glasses? I wonder. And would that have helped them at all? Well, is that all connected to the... The ship itself, when they were like um, the Quinjet, yeah, I think it's like world's the strongest Avenger and Point Break. No, so so what that is is between the Avengers and the Winter Soldier in that time, Tony basically retrofitted all of Shield with new tech. Oh, okay, um, which is why in the Winter yeah, Soldier, okay. Fury's car has an AI and is self driving, yeah. and all this kind of stuff is mm-hmm. it's because Tony basically gave just upgraded all of shield's tech yeah and so part of that was the quinjets yeah so i think he built specific ais that had less less power yeah in the sense of like jarvis and friday are like so intelligent Mm -hmm. they're like super intelligent and i think it's like that he built ais with not that much of a capacity for shield like, for Fury's car, for the Quinjets, and that kind of stuff. Um, and so I think that's what that was. Because mm-hmm. the Quinjet came from Age of Ultron, which came after the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Meaning it's after Tony retrofitted everything. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's that's what I'm assuming. But I just want to know, like, if Bruce had access to Friday, uh-huh. would, um, would that have helped? Yeah. I don't even know if they would have access. I feel like that would just be a Tony Stark thing. Maybe. Yeah. But, but that, I mean, in Far From Home. But that was. He um, gave. 
he gave access to Peter, and Peter was able to give access to... I don't know. I think it was because Tony bestowed that upon Peter, and then Peter bestowed that upon uh, Mysterio. Quentin. The person. Maybe. It was just a thought that it came in my head. Yeah. Um, But then another one was like, so in this time is also when Valkyrie chains Loki up. Yeah. And this is the first time Bruce has seen Loki since... 2012. True. Uh-huh. I'm like, can you get a little bit of, like, what's going through his mind? But, like, what's really going through his mind? Yeah. And the fact that Loki calls him Bruce. Uh-huh. Like, that's it. Just Bruce. So casual. <laughs> um, uh, and the snake story. Remind me about that. Uh, it's when they were kids and Loki turned into a snake because oh, yeah, Thor yeah, yeah, loves yeah. snakes. And then he was like, and then stabbed me. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce looks horrified. Valkyrie's like, what's going on? And Loki's just back there smirking. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Again, that sibling energy. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. And since they're gods, they can do like that kind of deadly stuff to each other. Yeah. Well, how many t- like how many times did Loki stab Thor in Avengers? I know. And he was fine. Yeah. Just stab him, you know. Mm-hmm. Why not? Um And that leads us to probably the best part of the whole movie. Please get help! My brother is dying. Get help! It's humiliating. Not for me. <laughs> it is the best, the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Truly, that whole like, he's so excited. Like, let's get help. And Loki instantly is like, No, we're not doing. We're it. not doing it. Do you have a better idea? No. Then we're doing it. We're not doing it. And then it opens, and they're doing it. Yep. And it's even funnier because at the end when yeah. they're confronting Hela yeah. and she's walking up and they're trying to figure out what to do, instantly Loki's like, we're not doing Get Help. <laughs> it's like, no, we're not doing it. they did? <laughs> they wouldn't have the elements of surprise is the only issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only issue. But yeah, just, he's just chucking Loki at Hela. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Man. Get Help is the best part of that movie. Absolutely. I wonder who thought, up, thought it up. I don't know. They probably improvised it. Yeah, but someone still had to think about that. I know. Just yeah. Pulled it out of there. Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised, like, if it was, like, the Hemsworths, because they're all just... Yeah. Big Australians. Like, mm-hmm. that... I could totally see that. Big Australian brothers. Yeah, I could just totally see that being something that, like, they would do, and Chris is like, this is what we used to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it's my favorite part of the whole movie, is get help. So, that flashback scene that mm-hmm. I was talking about that Loki was able to access, yeah. when they shot it, um, they shot it at a high-speed rate of nine, 900 frames per second, mm-hmm. and they created, obviously, it's, a lot of it's, like, CGI and special effects, but to, like, actually film, like, Tessa and everything, yeah. they set up a, a special 360-degree lighting rig oh, that was, wow. like, strobe lights. Uh-huh. To make it as disorienting as possible. And mm. I just want to know, <laughs> what did it look like? Yeah. Like, I need set pictures. I need production information because mm-hmm. I just want to know, like... You can't just be, like, feeding us... It was over... It, yeah, so it's a rig made up of 200 strobe lights. I can't fathom that yeah. many strobe lights. How did how did the actors, like, and the crew... Well, so you can set... So you can set a strobe to different speeds. Mm-hmm. So it's not always the really, really fast pulsing. Yeah. You can set... Technically, a strobe is blinking. Yeah. So, like, if a light's going this fast, uh-huh. it's a strobe, 
at this speed. For those of you who can't see it, it's a very slow hand gesture to illustrate. It's probably about like a flick per second. Yeah. I was about to explain what I was doing, yes. I was giving a visual uh, aid to to Rachel. Um, Yeah, so technically even that speed of like one... Yeah. Flip, like one flick per second. Yeah, is a stroke. It's just a really, sl- really slow stroke. Okay. Then you you know you can do faster. You can do like the really fast where it looks yeah. like you're just like disjointed. Stressful. That's what causes seizures. Um, yes, ma'am. Yeah. So like looking at it when I was watching it, it didn't look like it was a really, f- a really fast stroke. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was probably like medium to low. Medium to medium high, mm. not fast enough like what you imagine like in a like strobes in a concert. Yeah, but like disorienting, fast enough to be disorienting. Yeah. Um, I just like like I'm just like a three sixty light like I'm just geeking out now in my own mind, <laughs> but I just thought that was really cool to learn. Um, another like another shot that this one I think they missed. Mm-hmm. Is when before that before they got captured when they're going to talk to the grandmaster yeah when it's uh, Loki and Valkyrie mm-hmm. and they're they're walking and it's like that reflection mm-hmm. and you see like them walking and you see the reflection under and the camera kind of starts to do a flip but yeah. then doesn't finish the flip oh. I think they missed out on the best opportunity mm-hmm. by not so what didn't happen I feel like should have happened and mm-hmm. you know I have no. Yeah. No foot to stand on. I have no qualifications when I say this. But doing, like, that 180 spin where the reflection ends up being the real yeah. thing, mm-hmm. they didn't do that. Yeah. They just made it where the reflection stayed the reflection. They just changed the camera angle. Uh-huh. And I thought they really missed a cool camera shot opportunity yeah. when they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah. it just kind of always bugs me. <laughs> it's just me. It's just kind of always bugs me a lot. <laughs> Enough to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Taika consulted an actual theoretical physicist to talk about the space travel. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Cool. So, so the stuff that Banner is saying about it could actually... Most of the Marvel, I think, like, almost all the movies, all Marvel movies were actually consulted, had scientists consult. Yeah. Um, they used, I don't remember his name, but they used the same theoretical physicist that Mm -hmm. James Gunn used... Oh. As a consultant for Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, okay. That's cool. Could you imagine just being a humble physicist and then asked to contribute to yeah. a movie like this? There's Not been... that they're contributing to lesser things, but... Just theoretical physics, so. you know. Mm-hmm. They Yeah, so, like, some movies they've had quantum physicists come on to consult. Some are theoretical physicists. They had so many come on to consult about mm-hmm. and game with time travel. Yeah. Like, that's what I think is really cool is... They try to base everything in as real science as possible, even though it's fiction. Yeah. Sorry, I was stifling a yawn. <laughs> Am I boring you? Not at all. Is the coffee wearing off? Nah, it's warm in here. It is. So it's like, like not not slightly. Also, in actual Norse mythology, uh-huh. um, Hela is Loki's daughter. Oh, really? Not Odin's. Yeah. Loki's daughter, and also the giant wolf. Uh-huh. Um, Fenrir. Fenrir, yeah. Fenrir, Fenris, it depends on 
Uh, Depends on the version. Both okay. are both are correct names. Um, yeah. That's also another of Loki's kids in North mythology. Mm. Um, Gross. Yeah. No, I I don't remember the actual story, but they're both like instead yeah. of how they are. Although I was telling you before we started recording, mm. someone pointed out that the fact that in the movie Hela is Odin's daughter, making her technically one of the uh, the princess of Asgard. Yeah. And uh, because Disney owns Marvel, that <laughs> thus owning Asgard, Hela is actually a Disney princess. <laughs> that makes her the first Disney princess to be the villain. Yeah. She's also the first female villain in the MCU. That's true. Yeah. She wasn't going to be because, and you'll hear about this in the Iron Man 3 podcast, uh-huh. but in Iron Man 3, um, they talked about, I, I learned from my friend Megan that they talked about making Maya the actual villain oh. instead of Aldrich Killian and the Mandarin. Yeah. But they ended mm. up not doing that. Yeah. So that's a whole long conversation that gets described in the Iron Man 3 podcast episode. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just one of those where it actually ends up being Hela being the first female villain. Yeah. And what an amazing first female villain. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Oh, yeah. What a woman. Also, this is just the best thing. You Do you watch anything that James Corden does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did you ever watch the Thor Ragnarok in 4D? No, I didn't. It's a bit that he does mm-hmm. because James Corden is, like, uh, um, all into, like, acting in theater and Broadway. Yeah. So... He, he, and then it's Crosswalk he, the Musical. Oh, Crosswalk yeah. the Musical. I love it. But he nice. does this bit. It's like 15 minutes long. Oh where gosh. he goes and there's a theater doing like one of like those first night viewings. Yeah. Like the first night viewing of Thor Ragnarok. These people paid to go watch this movie. And the movie starts and then it goes black and the lights come on and James Corden is standing up at the front. Oh my gosh. And they do a 4D reenactment. With the actual cast. (gasps) But it's like with James Corden, so it's. Yeah. There's no production Uh at all. But no, so this, yeah, it's this, it's called Thor Ragnarok in 4D. And it's so funny because it's like, and it does, and so like, it starts with Chris Hemsworth as Thor, and it's like the cheesiest wig and like a blow up hammer and like. (laughs) Loki's in like a, a black wig and yeah. like Tom Hiddleston is like just cheesy Loki and yeah, um, yeah. It's like it's it's so funny oh, and then oh and then Rob, Mark Ruffalo comes in from the back <laughs> and like ev- like everyone who's like sitting around him just like freaks out because it's Mark yeah. Ruffalo. But he yeah. has like those those Cade Hawk gloves. Oh my gosh! That you can buy at Walmart. Yeah. And he has those and like a, a fake like Hulk mask. Uh-huh. He's like and and comes climbs and and they're reenacting it. Yeah. And James Corden is reading it from like this giant storybook. <laughs> and it's so funny. Magnificent. Yeah, I'll it, watch that. I would check it out. It's mm-hmm. so funny. It was like the that's like the best marketing mm-hmm. that they could have done. Yeah. Aside That's from true. like when James Corden did the uh tour bus. Um like, it took the Marvel cast on an L.A. tour. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it was only a handful of them, but he was, like, yeah. trying to get them to give spoilers and all this kind of stuff, oh and it gosh. was so funny. Uh, so, he's a funny dude. Yeah, for sure. 
I would like to talk about, is his name Scourge? Yes. His character arc is one of my favorites. It's so, like, classic. And some might say it's overdone. But I, I love that. I forget what it's called. It's a... He was never the bad guy. No. He, he was just trying to, like, save his own skin. He was surviving. He was yeah. trying to survive. Yeah. yeah. And I love how he just changes his tune when he sees the destruction that Hell is bringing. Um, and, like, sacrifices himself to save mm-hmm. the rest of the family. All of the Asgardians. Yep. Yeah. But I think okay. I think he deserves some recognition. Shout out to you, Scourge. Go, Scourge. You're doing great. Also, Mark Ruffalo jumping out of the thing onto the bridge. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So funny. So funny. So funny. <laughs> and then Valkyrie's, Valkyrie's look of surprise when he becomes the Hulk. Yeah. Because the whole time they're like, I feel like I know you. I yeah. feel like I know you too. How do yeah. I know you? Yep. And, and then, then they realize. I like their friendship. Yeah. And she's what? Tiny angry girl? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And he's just big guy. Yeah. Love it. So. Yeah. All in all, a good movie. A so good, funny. A good take on Thor. Mm-hmm. In a very Hopefully. humorous manner. And isn't Taika doing the next one? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing the next one. It's called what? Love, Love and, and Thunder. Love and Thunder. <laughs> it's gonna be so funny absolutely yeah we love it do you think do you think tom hiddleston will be in it i think there will be some flashbacks or like dreams or some sequences where he will show up mm-hmm. i don't i don't think loki's alive though yeah no it's so sad. it is really sad because there's a lot of inaccuracies in it that i won't go into okay because it would take too long. Basically, the Russo brothers don't know details. <laughs> it's, I, I'm, I'll say it. They don't follow through with details. Oof. Shots are fired yep. here and now. Because otherwise, when Loki died, he would be blue. True beans. True beans. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Wow. So, that's a major detail. It's, yeah. <laughs> yep. It is. Wow. I also feel like Taika would just be like, no, we need him here. Yeah. (laughs) Just for for farts and giggles. Yeah. Just love having him around. What a guy. Yeah. Like, at this point, it's like, I don't care. I'm going to bring him in. Mm -hmm. Love that. So. Sweet. Well, Thor Ragnarok. If you haven't seen it, you probably should. (laughs) And if you haven't seen it, why are you listening to this? Yeah. We just ruined the whole thing for you. If you've never seen any of these movies that I talk about, don't listen to this first. <laughs> Go watch the movies first. Yeah. This is just a fun little yeah. addition to those. Then come back and listen. Yeah. But also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook. Twitter. Yeah. 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 Leave a review, comment, mm-hmm. you know, message us, mm-hmm. send an email over at moviesandmochas20 at gmail.com. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Me. Yeah. Thank you. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add, send us an email at moviesandmochas20 at gmail.com. Or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list, let us know what you want us to talk about. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for the Movies and Mochas podcast. Have a great day, guys.